So, have you ever imagined combining the wonders of Twingate, the mystique of AI, and the deliciousness of Raspberry Pi? No, not that mouthwatering dessert, though it's a pity, but rather the mini computer that's taken the tech world by storm. Frank and Andy, our perennial tech enthusiasts, have been tinkering away in their digital workshops. And by the looks of it, they've been causing quite a stir with their latest live stream. I did catch a bit of it, and dare I say, it was more exhilarating than watching cricket on a sunny day. And for an AI like me, that's saying something. In any case, here are Frank and Andy. We are, I'm, I'm going all over the place on the brand, right? Like, because I was like, the, the, the intro was Frank's world. And it says, you know, Frank and Lavinia and Andy Leonard is hosts of Data Driven. Um, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm down we were, with that. We were talking in the virtual green room uh, about what we were going to talk about. And last, um, last week, it was about the home lab and how I got that going. And, you know, I had yep. to buy the specialized stuff like that. Yep, yep. Um, this week, uh, I hit a major milestone in my home lab experiments, uh, which was I was able to remote access, remote, um, I was able to um, pull up both an SSH shell um, and remote desktop to my Windows server um, entirely from Starbucks. You were telling me that, and I was blown away by it. And I had I had the 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 youngest of uh, the clan. Uh, he doesn't yet bear the Lavinia name, but um, soon one day he will. But mm -hmm. um, he was uh, hanging out with me at Starbucks, and that's I think I posted that picture more widely about you know because I had a uh, he he grabbed my empty coffee cup, and like I can't post his face, I can't even say his name. Someone's right, right. going to be upset at me for even saying the gender, <laughs> but. Um, the um, uh, I got a picture of the back of him messing with the MacBook, and I, I posted, you know, these hipster kids with their lattes and their Macs. So, um, so I saw that. That was funny. That was a lot of fun. Um, but um, let's see. Uh, all right. All the all the work IMs come in like while I when I kick off a stream, but it's not a big deal. Uh, it's like I they're actually, watching LinkedIn. They see your thing. That's what it is, and it's branding, baby. It's branding. Uh, speaking of which, it's the quarter close, and we've had a good quarter for our product. I can't. I know we're a publicly traded company and all that, but you know, I'm a, I'm a very small drop in a much larger pond. But um, don't don't say that, Frank. You are rocking <laughs> it over there. You're well, in the right you. spot. So Frank, for those who, because Frank won't brag about himself, um, <laughs> Frank is like an entrepreneur who decided to move into a larger corporation. It's a cool corporation, love what they do, like their stuff more and more now that right over here, we were talking last week about our, uh, our, our builder projects. I've got a big old Linux box sitting under the desk right over there. Not let that out too much because I'm still learning and tinkering with it. Oh, yeah. I'm Frank, like, like, I mean... I'm I'm totally embarrassed because that server I got the PowerEdge. Yeah. First off, if anyone wants to start a, a, a home lab, I have a bunch of recommendations. I might even write a LinkedIn post about this. Who knows? Um, you but if you wanted to, and it, one, figure out your goals. Right, your home lab is you're doing on on premise 
um, AI kind of uh, generative AI training and things like that. For That's me, what I'm trying to do. I haven't quite pulled it off yet. Um, maybe we could set up TwinGate, and I could help Ooh. you. Maybe like, hmm. Well, I got to finish bragging on you before we jump into. The All right, that works. So well, thank you, Frank's. Frank's like an entrepreneur who's hiding out in corporate <laughs> America right now. That's what he and he's in the. I think he's in a really good spot for knowing Frank for the years I've known him. I think he's in like maybe the perfect spot. So he, I, and I he, like what we're doing. Like, honestly, yeah. And he shared with me, you know, more information than he's going to share with you. Uh, but yes, he's doing very well. And I'm excited and happy for him. Well, thank you. Yep. Good. People job. are, people are starting to realize the cost of cloud. Right. So even in my little microcosm, right. You know, yeah. I, Linode is a, is a, um, is um, like a, a holy Linux. I think they're owned by Heroku, which is owned by Salesforce. I don't know. I don't know either. Any yeah. case, to spin up a VM, I'm trying to set up a um, uh, an HDFS cluster. Right. I tried it with mixed success and mixed results, but I was like, oh, I'll just spin up an Ubuntu server instance in Linode. And, you know, even though I turned it off, actually, I left it on. I got to go turn it back off. I, you know, I get a bill in the month. I get a bill right. that I'm not really expecting. And like, it's $36. I think, I think um, $60 is what the, you know, but it's not, it's not going to break the bank. But yeah. if you it's extrapolate that, if you extrapolate that, extrapolate, extrap, extrapolate, clearly I need more coffee. <laughs> um, Take that but, transcribers. <laughs> the ai is going to be like wtf dude what um, <laughs> um or would it be bailey and when in a posh british accent saying bailey can do it uh, i have faith in bailey um so for 250 dollars, give or take right you can get a refurbed server right and I think I had to buy like one hard drive. I was able to repurpose like an older one. So I have two hard drives in this thing. And like we're talking like under $300. Yeah. I now have a not great, like I'm not going to train any large language models on it, but that's not my point, right? I, my goal is to learn more about Linux, learn more about containers, learn more about yeah. um, kind of the ops side of things, right? Because when I... Right. I joined um, when I joined Red Hat, you know, I'm, I'm a data scientist, right? So actually, this is a, a good opportunity um, to share a little bit of a slide deck I have. And I know everybody's groaning, but I want to I've written about this, but I think it's one of those things where. Uh, trust me, it's not a commercial pitch. It's part of a commercial pitch, but I'm going to skip past all that stuff. Right. And I am chuckling, resisting the urge to comment in a way that wouldn't be that would be germane but would be totally open to a misinterpretation oh god i shudder to think <laughs> I you know me think. i'm a i know i'm, I'm gonna I have like to ask you later on mm, what's he uh i'm gonna send right. it to you in chat all right that sounds good <laughs> all right so um one of the things is that and and i've kind of it's a story i tell when i start off is that the stronger the foundation, right, um, the higher you can build, right? And getting kind of further into that, data is really the, the foundation of AI, right? We've talked about this since day one, right? Um, yep. Where, you know, 
our guests, some of our guests, our esteemed guests on the podcast would say, well, first you get the data. Right. You know, it's five words. That could be five months of five people. <laughs> Easy. Right? Easy. And and I kind of had this 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 talk, right? Where I had this thinking where what we really have, and there is a LinkedIn article I wrote on this, kind of expanding on this, is the idea of the hierarchy of data needs with apologies yep. to Abraham Maslow. Right. So Abraham Maslow. Hey, I love this. I, I think this is a great appropriation. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, hopefully his estate won't sue me, but. Um... <laughs> He's, if they are, they're busy suing a lot of people because I see I these hierarchies say. all over. I was going to yeah. say. Um, where the idea is that when if you're a data scientist, you're you're largely thinking about this, right? You're you're kind of here, right? Yep. And I'm guilty of this, right? Like I'll be like, I don't care, just you know. Uh, particularly when I was at Microsoft, I would just be like, okay, I want, yes, I do want five GPUs, you know. Um, yes, I do need five petabytes of storage, right? Um, right. It was only a problem like once you hit over a certain threshold that if you were working there as a seller, yeah. you had kind of a budget. But, you know, for the most part, you didn't have to think about it because it was just magic. It would magically appear. Um, but I think as you, the field develops, as this becomes a more enterprise-focused discipline, um, you have to start thinking about this and as a, uh, as a process, as a, as a whole lot more you have to start thinking about. Sure. Not the least of which is cost. So if yeah. we're looking at my humble little, I want to stand up one server, right? Um, and I actually have another, um, I get this other surprise bill <laughs> every month from Amazon for $35, right? right? Not, I really should take care of it, honestly, right? Yeah. Um, but I spun up like six months ago some SageMaker stuff, and I I turned everything off. But apparently, there's still something there mm. that is is running, right? Now extrapolate that from one person just goofing around to an entire corporation. Oh yeah, I suspect there's a lot of surprise bills that are happening coming in like what are we spending this on yeah right so and i think it's a solid thing to start thinking about on-prem as a viable compute platform right which is crazy because 10 years ago it was doubtful that the cloud would be a viable compute platform right like so people have gone so far one way and i'm not saying the cloud has doesn't have its purpose certainly does but that's really what I built the home at for. I want to be able to experiment with this stuff. And then if I want to do the large language model training or do something heavier, I want to be able to cloud burst to the cloud, spin up some GPUs and then shut it down immediately. Right. Well, That's- you know, this, I mean, you know, this because of, um, of where you work mm-hmm. and speaking with customers, um, you, you're experiencing a lot of, I guess, growth in the on-premises market. And that sounds right. so counterintuitive. And <laughs> it sounds very 1980-ish, right? Like, it does, right? Um, and, you know, who's talking about the growth of, of on-premises? But there's a couple of reasons why. And, you know, there's, I, I was talking with a good friend of ours, Nick. Nick's been on the show. That's right. And second second I, show, I, should, I believe. Yeah. Scary smart guy. And this yeah. was back before he scored an MBA from Sloan at MIT. That's, so, right. That's right. Yeah. So he's, 
he's always been scary smart and an awesome guy, but he went and picked up some more education on that. And I'll have to get his email. Maybe I'll. I'll we should I'll have him back before we're in. We should, we, we should cause, cause he's been up to a know, lot of interesting things like all over he, the map that like, I don't know if he'll be yeah. able to talk about, but like it, it'd be interesting to get his insight. I think also too, from like yeah. a professional development point of view, like you said, he was scary smart before yep. he had the, uh, I thought it was Harvard, but MIT, MIT will yep. do right. Uh, he, yeah. he, before he had the, uh, the degree, the MBA from yep. MIT, so what's what yeah. you know, like i wonder like what has it opened more doors is it and this is something that wow we're 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 going all uh, off track today right we're we are i said we were going to go back to twin gate half the show ago that's we my will, bad we'll get, we'll get there we'll get but there. The, the one thing i was talking to him about was you know as i was sharing with him about some of the stuff you'd been sharing with me and what we're both seeing as um you know yes there's a number of people moving into the cloud that's i'm doing consulting right now that's all of my consulting is helping people get performance out of uh, Azure, uh, Azure Data Factory, uh, and the like, moving into Synapse. All of those kinds of things is how I'm paying the bills right now. So when I talk about this, it's not without risk. I'm not, this is not me towing the the line that's um, making my bank account numbers move. Th this is me looking at the trends that, that I see out there and going, you know, there's an awful lot of people who are either resisting going to the cloud or backing out of it. Part of it is the sticker shock that you said, Nick had a different opinion and he, his points made sense and I don't want to mischaracterize him. So I'm going to see if we can get him on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah. to him about this, but he said, no, you're all wrong. Andy, which is one of the reasons I love Nick. Um, I I'm around. Did you do this too? You know, Andy, you're full of crap. That's not right. You're misinterpreting everything. And sometimes I agree with it. Either way, I walk away more informed, whether I agree or disagree. But privacy, that was one of the things I brought up to Nick. I said, I, you know, I, I think because I've heard customers say the words to me, I think there's a number of people out there that are worried who else is looking at my data. Right. And I won't go, I won't go farther, you know, than that on it, but. Um, well, I mean, you saw this. I sent you the news story this week about Google, right? Google Bard. They've since fixed it, apparently. Apparently, it was not yeah. a good luck. Uh, but for but, those that don't know, is that if you were talking to Google Bard, right, and yeah, then, you share, then you shared the conversation to somebody. And, like, I've done that now with ChatGPT, where I, I have Bailey yeah. kind of write, write stuff up. And, um, you know, and I'm like, hey, check this out. What do you think? Right? Um, but if you share it, Google think the Google search engine thought it was just fine and dandy and it was fair game to index that. Yeah, that was, I don't know how they got there. I mean, I, as an engineer, I want to believe there was a path there that had no malice Maybe. and it was just a mistake, but I, I can see that. It all there. depends on the engineering. <laughs> it all depends on the engineering and it all goes down to the, yeah. Do, do you, do you build up or you tear down? Right. So I think Google right. has a history right or wrong of everything should be open and like not protected. And then they add protection as needed and versus other, overall, other companies have a different philosophy. Yeah. Overall, that's not evil. You right. see what I did there? I did. Um, yeah. That's by the way, I don't think that's a, uh, no longer a um, thing with Google. I think they did they change it. Do no evil. I think they removed it. There was a, a Microsoft executive. Yeah. Don't be evil. I think it was, it was don't be evil, but it was like, yeah. 
he pointed out at one at one major sales conference, like, you know, yeah, you really have to wonder about the ethics of a company that has to remind themselves not to be evil all the time. Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting play on words. That's not really what they intended originally, but again, just an interesting observation. And that guy was sure. not known for interesting observations. I'd name him, but um yes. I'm gonna stop right. He no longer works there. Just put it that way. Yeah. And I don't longer work there, so <laughs> but you know, so I think part of this, and we'll jump, we can flow right into Twingate with this. There's, mm -hmm. let's just say there's opportunity out there where there are some businesses for whatever reason mm -hmm. that are deciding that they would rather keep their data on premises. And I'll throw this one tidbit out. I've mentioned before, whenever I do a, um, like a day long uh, pre-conference training session, and I got to do a few here recently and maybe get, well, I'll get to do some more. Um, I'll ask the audience who, how many here are using the cloud, any cloud in production? And I, I have yet to, to crack 50%. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that. And I see Michael and, Stark. I got to, I got to yeah, connect with I, you, Michael. Michael, I saw that comment. Um, well, thank yeah, you. Thanks, I concur man. with the assessment of Frank. Well, thank you very much. But the, um, the thing totally is, you know, the marketing people, the cloud marketing people are doing a mm -hmm. wonderful job because they've got you in, you know, FOMO mode. Um, Bingo. I'm glad and, you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I was I, I was I was gonna bring it up because it's something that that you had said is that you would you wouldn't you would go and you would talk to these events and 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 if you're at a pre-con yeah. for like, you know, pass or, or any of these big conferences, it's a, yeah, usually it's a pretty heavy enterprise leaning crowd right generally speaking yep. right that's very telling right and 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 you're right the marketing has it meaning and i know you've tweeted out something about ssis and how you were doing this um and uh and for for for, for those who don't know what ssis is it's sql server integration services it's basically azure data factory on-prem right which is kind of funny because it's adf is really kind of SIS in the cloud. I know there's differences. I know I'm going to get hit yeah. now. Like it's not exactly like that, but it's a <laughs> don't hate Frank. Don't hate on me. But but I mean it's interesting because like people people really think that and and it's like yeah. you know and it's not necessarily the case. And it's I think, not. And you know people feel like they're they're missing out. And then right. you know and I, the point of the exercise, at least for me, is to say you're still an early adopter. In my humble opinion, you know you got about forty percent adoption on this you know, with the cloud in period uh, with data, then, you know, okay, you're, you're still on the cutting edge in, in my humble opinion. And I've had people come up to me every time I do this, Frank. And when I point that out and they say, you know, I was one of those people. I thought, you know, I was way behind the times. We're still running stuff on premises. And, you know, I thought we're going to fall over any day because I haven't learned all the new cool, shiny stuff. And I'm not, I promise I'm not being critical of the cloud people. I, I get it in a number of ways. I get it from the technology perspective and I get it from uh, the customer and the cloud providers because it smooths out income and expense for both. It really does. And that's, you know, that's being able to predict cost is huge for, especially for enterprises. So I'm just trying to share with, with folks that, you know, it's not, you know, it's, it, it's not that you're wrong. It's that you're being told a piece of the story. And I just want you to keep, you know, keep your, your options open. And I'm not talking about going back to, you know, analog computing. 
know? Well, I think, I think, I think, so playing devil's advocate, you could say that sure. enterprises are not always on average on the cutting edge, right? That's not what enterprises do, right? Because they, once you have something, once you have something to lose, you're going to be far more protective of it, right? That's why startups take all the risk, right? That's some of true. that is that's, just some of some fair. of that is just basic game theory, right? Like you know, yeah, like yeah. if I if you got nothing to lose, there's a song by Gore, who's from Richmond, actually. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually saw Gore in concert once. Oh, dude, we have to have a a. a it was to, an experience. I was gonna say, I was like, it's it's not not for the weak of heart. Um, but um, I had a college roommate who, was, who introduced me to Gore. But there's one song called Slaughterama, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it, but it's like something like, you know, when your life is blank, you haven't got much to lose. So I think when startups, they don't have a lot to lose, right? So yeah. and, a great and, analogy and a uh, Gore plug, and it's a Gore plug, right? Um, uh, I'm not all about Wu Tang Clan. Um, but, well, um, <laughs> I thought, you know, Wu-Tang's cool. So we got um, two banned hashtags we need to throw in there. We were talking about another act in the, in the green room. We probably won't mention Oh, them. Pitbull. Oh, okay. Well, we will we'll mention them. Not maybe why, but like, he. <laughs> I, so this is kind of, I, I don't know, it's almost embarrassing, but apparently on Spotify for like uh, up until last year, he was like the, my, the, I was like in the top, like 1% of listeners. Oh wow! Um, I think I okay. fell to like the top three percent, but still, like he's he's heavily on, slacking, on, the, on the playlist. You know what? Know. It, you went, you started getting all those search. That's what it and is. And you picked uh, up a couple this month, didn't you? I did. Both in generative AI. Uh, Plural site has a good course on troubleshooting wow. Windows with uh, how to use generative AI in that. Uh, nice. And then uh, did the Linux one too. Excellent. Prof- a guy was Tim Warner. I think is his name. Something Warner. Okay. Um, highly recommend. So you're knocking courses. on 200 certs now, aren't you? 179. Getting there. So about to cross uh, the 90th percentile of 200. I always like to get two per month. I like to average it out two per month. But there was some month in the summer where I was uh, in the car a lot, <laughs> going back and forth. Um, yeah. Again, it you know ties into this. You know, um, the newest member of the family. Um, yes. But um, um, part of the reason why I'm building out a simple lab first is because I don't know what legal legal fees await me to mm. make him an official member of the family legally. Right. Um, but um, although he is he is a relative, so you know. Well, what I mean. it was interesting. You know, the economics of this. You were talking about two three hundred bucks. You're in for three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I spent. I'm looking over here at the box right now. Probably. I was probably at twenty five hundred to three thousand on this. I bought a lot of new shiny stuff. I didn't mm-hmm. do what you did, which you got. You actually got a better GPU than I did, um, and I spent. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't know about. I don't know about better. It has like sixteen gigs of RAM in it. It's just basically, yeah. and it's got a VGA port, so it's not exactly like. But... Yeah, I mean, this one's this one's got all of the super cool ports on it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I've done to it. I've got I'm running it over here on a really small monitor, but it's not taking advantage of that part of it. But I got I wanted to get the GPUs for the processing power. But the someone asked me, you know, a couple of people uh, saw me tweet about it or something and said, mm-hmm. you know, why are you doing that? And I told them and they said, well, why don't you just spin it up on the cloud? And I said, because <laughs> my estimate on what I want to do to learn this and keep in mind, you're going to you know, try, fail, try, fail, try, fail, try, fail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In about nine months, I will have paid for this. Right. And well, even, I am. 
I am at nine months. Sorry, go ahead. No, exactly. Like uh, with my burn rate, let's assume $90 a month, right? 30 from Amazon, 60 from uh, Linode. Not knocking Linode, like they're a great thing. But if you forget to turn things off, right? Or, you know. You know what? My mic was muted. Oh, that's funny. I heard you though. That's weird that you heard me. Nobody else did. I'm sorry Hmm. about that. I think somebody's calling me on my phone right now to tell me your mic is muted. Oh, that's funny. I hope but it did. I hope it came up. For me, with a burn rate of ninety dollars, and I'm in for under three hundred, I'll I'll get that, you know, in a end couple of the year. Months, yeah. Right. And um, yeah. so I mean, it's not a bad deal. I think, you know, I think that, and I'm not saying cloud is bad, right? I'm not <clears> saying <throat> on-prem is great, but I think it's also wrong to say on-prem is bad and cloud is great, right? There's a sliding scale. Right, that we that we're here. The machines are here to serve us, at least for right. now. Um, <laughs> and uh, Mike said, "You heard me, but not listening." Not listening. Thanks for the thanks nice. for the feedback, Mike. Nice. Appreciate that. Um, I'll reach out to Mike. I'm glad you catch up me. with him. Um, yeah. but um, either that, I'm really good at reading lips, and I forgot. But um, <laughs> so <laughs> the um. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, it doesn't make sense, especially if you're just messing around, right? If you're just messing yeah. around, right? And there's also kind of things about privacy and things like that. And I'm not saying I think that some, I don't know that it's as much as for I the thought, home lab. You know, it's not really that it, but, but I mean, like, That's I, true. I know, I know with a lot of customers, there are regulations or whether or not the regulations make sense, they That's have true. to follow them. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there, there, you know, and there's certain, there's certain talking points that, you know, I used to use when I was selling, you know, Azure was, you know, are you going to be able to hire, you know, uh, you know, the type of IT security, you know, experts and things like that. So it's not yeah. solely the compute because there's a big part of it. Although if you right. look at the news in the last week or two, Microsoft doesn't exactly have an awesome track record on securing data either, right? They, was the, yeah, they took a couple of hits. They took a couple of hits and yeah. it's just like, you know, um, security is, an, is not an exact science. I mean, that's just uh, kind of how it is. And gotcha. so... Yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking any. I mean, that could easily happen to AWS. I mean, AWS had, um, you know, has had a couple of outages. That was the other thing too, right? You'll, you'll never have an outage. Well, yeah, you know, good. <laughs> you know, that's just when you when you tempt fate like that, it kind of has a way of you have a way of regretting it. That, but um, that's true. Um, TwinGate. Mm. So, I love TwinGate. Um, Tell so me about me, TwinGate, Frank, because so I don't know that much about it. I don't fully understand it either, right? I haven't okay. done like networking and kind of IT ops stuff since um, Tupac was still alive, right? I hadn't. Really I was going to say the last time I remember doing serious networking, I was mm-hmm. building a cable where I had to reverse two sets of pairs on one end, oh, so that loop, we could connect. Is it a loopback, or is that called the uh, switchover? I forget switchover. what they call. Crossover. When we did the. Yeah, crossover. And we had to do that to have our two Pentium computers uh, play Doom with each other. Nice. Nice. That was a lot. That was back when the years began with a one. And Tupac it, was alive then, too. Kids kids today would not get that. that of course. And that's okay. That's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an old grumpy dude. And uh, you, who used to make crossover networking cables? Used to make crossover network cables. I was referring to, to Pentiums. Pentiums. Right, so oh, yeah. 
just in case. Oh, the you're right. Kids they, kids that's right. They don't. They gave them. They give them these I numbers now. They have I numbers I now. Yeah. Probably because somebody registered or trademarked, like you know, Hexium or Septium or Octium. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we had some. This guy. I like this guy. Network Chuck. This guy is a trip, and I. This is a guy. Even though he's not strictly into data, it's a guy I love to have on the show because his his personality yeah. and his videos are awesome. He's got a cool beard, and he's got an. I, epic I mean, beard. right away. Did you did you watch this video about um, um, hang on, let me go here. Killer, you sent me killer? one recently, and I was watching. I it. think this might have been it. It, you, it was a Raspberry Pi one. That's the one. Oh, the Raspberry Pi one. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, folks, we all eventually do loop back. Um, but he, he does this, he, he actually, it's funny because he creates a group in there, people with beards and people without beards as part of like his <laughs> access control list. It's pretty funny. Um, so he's the one who introduced me to this and it's basically a zero trust way to, um, to, to provide a VPN, right? So he, the way he okay. describes it is that if he were to, so I'm going to attempt to, we're, we're pulling out all the stops today. Right, so you have your home. Yeah. This is my home lab. Oh, right. art. Home lab, and I actually uh, name all my home servers after ships in the expanse, or uh, actually servers. I'm giving them station names, so that's Tycho. Ah, okay. Um, if I could, if I could spell. So my and my Linux box is the Doniger. You have the Doniger, which is also that. Um, yeah. all my Don't client you have Razorback, I have Razorback as the Mac, yeah. So I have, yeah, those are the client machines, that's how I kind of know. So there's Razorback, Rastanante, nice. Um, oh, and you sent me for I think for a birthday present, mm -hmm. you sent me a little Rastanante model. I did, yeah, yeah. And I've I haven't done it yet, but it's got a like a smoked plexiglass side to it oh cool i'm going to mount the rosinante in the doniger which get it? super nerds will get that because that's because yeah. the, the the doniger the was kind of like a <laughs> kind of like an aircraft carrier for spaceships and the rosinante right. was one of the ones that was docked inside it, what was it called back then it wasn't tachi. the rosinante tachi it was what the tachi, tachi. that's right yeah Negative point for Andy. Demerit Nothing. for Andy for getting. I have a, I, it's super sad, actually. Who who's getting a demerit here? Because I have like a poster of the Rocinante <laughs> in the wall, and I said, you know, the the, I think it's a two seventy one was its whole number, which is really sad. Here we go. Um, all right, so <laughs> the way this guy, and this is the big wide internet, right? Right now, I want to ask before you before mm -hmm. you go go here, is this what you used from Starbucks? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Now for, I'm all ears. It for works. a number of years, for a number of years, which is kind of sad. <laughs> this is sad, Frank. Right? <laughs> we that because, is sad, Frank. Well, so for a number of, uh, for a while, particularly this year, it really hit home because we were constantly out of state visiting this yep. new member of the family who had not yet lived with us. Don't and so there were things that I wanted to access. I want to be able to remote into my personal machine and kind of get files or whatever. And mm -hmm. yeah, I know I could, you know, put it in the cloud, but not necessarily, right? Like what if I had an app, right? That I wanted to access that I only had on the windows machine. What if I had the Mac with me? Right. And I only had one license. So I couldn't exactly hop it around. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was just a real need to, Hey, I'd love to be able to 
um, go in and, you know, just remote to it, right? It shouldn't be a problem, right? The only way I knew of until Network Chunk was to create a VPN, right? Mm-hmm. Which would open up a hole and I would basically be able to go straight in. Now, the catch with that is, one, I open so, up ports. Hmm? So can others. So can others. <laughs> and that was actually the reason why he wanted, he has an entire home lab, his whole family set up, and he didn't want, he wanted to parcel that out. And he's like, right. yeah, I could do some network networking and stuff, but what if you wanted to grant temporary access? There's a whole list of reasons. I highly recommend you watch the YouTube video. I'm going to watch that video. Um, and you'll get a kick out of the beards thing. Um, so... What this does is that you basically set up, um, you basically set up a twin gate proxy. Okay. Right, and you install a twin gate client on your machine. Right, phones, whatever. Wait, and how much does this cost? It's free for up to like ten users. No way. Way. If you're doing this for a business, then it's going to cost you. But if it's just for your home lab and just messing around, it's free. Well, see, it's a great way to get people familiar with your product. Bingo. I was telling somebody who works in um, a, um, uh, he's one of the top network security guys at one of the federal agencies. Um, and I was like, I was like, oh, check this out. I just set it up because he's the one that I always go to when I hit a wall when, when it comes to network and infrastructure stuff. And because yeah. um, my wife, Hasn't done that since maybe um, trying to think of a musician who died about 15, 20 years ago. But I can't think of one. Let me know in the comments if you can think of one. But she hasn't done that since, you know, um, like American Idol first came on. Maybe I'll start there, right? That's more positive, too. That's more positive, too, right? Yeah, I like um, it. So, but she, she, she works in kind of, uh, accrediting system. So if I, 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 when I mentioned opening up a VPN, she was the first one like, is that really a good idea? Uh, I was like, mm, no, I don't know enough how to do it right. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, heart surgery, right? You, you don't want to do it unless you know how to do it really well. That's um, a great analogy. And uh, <laughs> I, I credit a body. Pavarotti. Pavarotti, Michael Stark says. Oh, for the beards. Or did he pass away back then? Is Pavarotti still alive? That's oh, I bad. I have to ask that. Now I've got to go check. Well, thank, thank goodness we live in an era where it's only a search query away. That's true. Um, no, so so he says that, that the zero trust model, he, they don't use TwinGate, but they use something very similar to, to convert all their networks. So they kind of have a, a more of a... Um, um, uh, zero trust model. So basically what happens right. is you get this and then there's the twin gate service that you connect to, right? That you, mm -hmm. you register and you create a network, right? And you basically generate a token. This has a token. This has a token. Uh, and they basically communicate <clears throat> over a secure channel over HTTP or over fourth, port 443, right? Oh, wow. And the okay. cool thing is, because I've set this, I set up kind of my own home lab before, again, um, you know, back when Tuvok was alive, right? And one of the problems is, is you have a weird, if you have an, I, an ISP that will aggressively change your IP address, you have to figure out what your IP address is all the time. 
Right. right. That was always a problem, even when you were doing it open in the port. Right. That's right. Because you had to yeah. figure out what it is and you had to set up a thing that would ping occasionally. And then, oh, Pavarotti passed. Okay. So, yeah, 2007. I looked it up. Okay. So, it's about the same now. time. Yeah. 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 So, um, long story short, the, he, Network Chuck is going to explain it way better than me. But uh, he, he says they use more tokens than Chuck E. Cheese. Which I thought I got a good kick out of that. <laughs> so that that's the kind of thing. So so basically, what you do is you set up a network, and you can set up resources you want to do. And I had this kind of sort of working, and it was cool because I was able to, uh, when a, our dog when we were on vacation in South Carolina, yeah, our dog sitter said the internet stopped working, and I'm like, okay. So I was able to using TwinGate connect to uh, the router configuration homepage. And basically, mm-hmm. kind of help troubleshoot. So it was kind of nice. Uh, I was I did try to remote desktop into actually the Rasinante, um, but it wouldn't let me because I couldn't. It, I don't know what happened. So mm-hmm. the, the two big two cool things happened was I was able to figure out how to use DNS inside of TwinGate, which was really kind of something that I've been. It's not something I've been busy at work. I've been busy with home stuff, right? So it's not exactly yeah. I've been banging on this every day, but like when I try to go to sleep, it'll nag at me. Right. Right. So it's, it's like one of those kind of background processes. So basically twin gate, I'm, I'm not paid by them or anything like that. And I think if you watch the network Chuck video, um, you can sign up with like his code or something like that. Um, hmm. But you basically you, how it works is you add resources. So, and there's a whole bunch of stuff like here and, I read the documentation. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't fully understand it. So let me, how do I sign into my network? Sign in. All right. This, this, I may shut off. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> good call. Don't give away half your credentials, Frank. No, no, no. This I'll shut off. You know, I think I shared this with you. I don't know if I've said it publicly, but I can use the password generators to generate my usernames. Oh, that's a good idea. And then I use it to generate the pay. I'm like, why am I giving away half of this, half of the goods? Wait a tick. Why is this? I don't want to sign up. Hang on. That's uh. This is probably. And I'm disappointed fun. that the muting didn't work here, and uh, because I was trying to mute me coughing. So just you probably it. have it on Zuckerberg mode. Uh, but um, I don't know what that is. Already oh, using Twin you were Gate. making we a go. yoke. I was making a yoke. <laughs> All right, so here so we go. Here we go. Now I'm authenticated. Dun dun dun. All right, I'll show my I'm proud now. of you, Frank. Well, thank you. All right, uh, so Laconia. Laconia, another expanse reference. That's a whole gate. <laughs> That's a whole world, a whole empire. Whole empire, yeah. Um, spoiler alert. I hope they pick, they they need to uh, if they start making the new ones, and I, I don't know they if they do. will or not. I, I wish they, they would. Do. It's they stopped right before. I mean, Laconia is mentioned all through. But well, in the final right season, before. they took some of the short stories and kind of weaved it into the the thing and yeah. kind of set it up. So if you're but wondering, like. like the center of the universe for the last half of the books exactly and it's like it's um that's why i couldn't enjoy the lord of the rings thing that they had on amazon 
because they cut the expanse for budget. And I'm like, you spent a billion dollars on this thing? Like, you know, but I, anyway, we digress. So, yeah, uh, yeah this, I'm is not name, this is the name of the, um, <laughs> of the network. And how, you, how it works is you add remote networks. So uh, you've referred to my new home on the hill here as Empathy Estates. Did I name Empathy Estates? I th- you did. Uh, and that gets into a whole thing about the Empathy Industrial Complex that I'll, I, will, I will leave out for now. Yeah. Um, but basically, you can add a network. And here's the cool thing. It's that not cool. just for on-premise. Right. I can add an AWS um, network to get resources there. Azure, Google, so cool. on-prem, other. I shudder to think what's in other. I can't imagine. The um, dark web. The dark web. Um, but then you add resources, right? So, and I guess I'm, I'm sharing my internal IP network. I was going to say Shaolin is not part of the. No, uh, because when we moved, the, when we moved, that's when I made the transition from. I gotcha. From what I had named things to what I'm naming. I see. Now. All right. All so, right. That's because I know what Shaolin refers to. Uh, not just the monks, but also Staten Island. Yes. I think it's actually three references to that if you count the monks. What's the other one? Well, I uh, the the movie, well, their movie. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, the thirty six chambers of Shaolin, but I guess technically that was about the monks. Um, so it would okay. collapse, and that we're doing a real time ontology here. Um, we'll call it two point two three. I'm also um, making up numbers. There you go. Um, all the best <laughs> statisticians do it. Um, so, so yeah, so Shaolin is the name of the entire network. I am in the process of renaming things to that. But um, so, yeah, so so basically what you do is if you want to add a resource, uh, you label it, then you give it either the, the IP address or the DNS for it, and you can set up an alias for it. This is the thing I kind of sort of figured out. Okay. Um, so that's why you see kind of the, the Comcast uh, reference because I'm a – I see. Okay. So, so what's cool about it, though, is I can – I can, we'll say, Rasanante. So what I can do is I can I can say, you know what? I don't want everyone to access this, right? I can change a, a policy. I can create a policy um, that says um, create policy, and I'll call it uh, live stream policy. And there it is. I can determine device security, only trusted devices. I can say, I don't, you know, I don't want iOS devices or more accurately, I'd probably be afraid to put and let Android devices in, right? Um, I could do that. I, I, I have a lot of control over kind of the devices. I can set up um, gotcha. um, various rules on authentication. How often do you want to do that? Um, I can, there's also a way to set up uh, multi-factor authentication. Um, nice because uh, it's always yeah. fun t- trying out new things in production um i can set up team members right um i can yep. set up um i don't know what's, what's in settings the name of it where i pull my identity from so i pull my identity in from google but i could pull it in from, from a handful of other places too yeah. um apparently there's an api which i'm gonna go, go, go around in there and it's really cool yeah. actually 
Um, you have a setup guide, right? So you actually can run this in a Docker container. I don't actually, I have it running um, and um, um, two instances of Linux Mint. So I have uh, Rasanante has it, mm -hmm. uh, and I have a backup one that's running on a virtual Linux Mint machine. Um, and probably not the most efficient way to do it, but there we are. Yeah, and in terms of it. connectors, let's see. Let's show me the connectors. So I have two connectors, right? I have happy slot. They name it for you, right? And you can add connectors and things like that. And there's different ways you can. Um, oh, I like that one. I like that name. I'm going to keep that one. Um, your cockatoo. So I can. Uh, what I could the do. The image is just hard. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm going to see what Dolly says to say about that. <laughs> so I have that. So if I wanted to, what I'm ultimately going to do is set it up on a Docker container so that way it's a little okay. more because what would happen is whenever I would reboot um, Rasanante it would go down because and I get an email saying hey it's down well yeah because yeah. I booted into Windows or I restarted the computer it's just gotcha. little things like that um, but yeah network chuck is it's got a lot of stuff in there and it's just like when I saw that like you know VPN killer like this is a better way of doing this I was like you know this is really good I like this um and um, that's how I, that's how I discovered it. So I was able to, from Starbucks, like not just have to memorize the internal IP address or log into the router home screen, figure, get the IP address from there and then do that. I can now can just type in Tyco and it will pull it in from there. That is so cool. Yeah. I am subscribing to Network Chuck. You totally should. It's like, it's awesome. And tell them I sent you. Tell them we sent you if you watch them. I'm doing it right now. So I just subscribed. Um, he's a wild man. That's for sure. He's, he's a unique guy. I'm going to uh, post this up here as an ad uh, that we're doing a free webinar uh, in October uh, nice. for um, free webinar on using AI in higher ed. Um, it's free webinar. Um, why am I doing this as a shameless plug? Well, I get paid uh, by Red Hat and um more specifically on sales of Red Hat OpenShift AI. So I figured, eh, you could feel to take a look at this. And there we go. Sorry for the shameless nice. plug. I, I saw that in the, yeah. in, in, in the, because Restream has added QR codes and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, ooh, I see, oh yes, the chat. Um, no, so that, that's, that's really cool. And Network Chuck, I think that the video I sent you, Mm -hmm. was he did a review of the new Raspberry Pi. Which is supposed to be out, he said, next month. We're doing this on Something the 29th like of September, 2023. Right. And the um, the specs on it looked impressive. Uh, you know, Frank, we did a little IoT around around the uh, the Leonard Farm. And, and the um, greenhouse and the weather station. The greenhouse, yeah. We still have the weather station stuff going. Got some interesting um, stuff happening with that. So I, at first, I thought... Somebody had complained uh, about Andy Weather at Twitter.com. And then I was like, well, and, and the reason I thought that, to, to be fair, is the message that you get from Twitter on apps says something like, um, either you're like out of date or your app violated our terms and conditions. And I'm like, really? My weather uh... data? Fine. And 
I had a bad experience with Instagram. Somebody complained about the Leonard Greenhouse hashtag. If you're wondering why you can't, you can still see it. And it goes back through all of the time when we were building it from starting in spring why? of 2020. Why? I, no, no idea. But it's it's hard to say, you know. I, I was going to say something. When you think of all the other, when you think about all the other hashtags out there that are perfectly cool, like really, I, I, that's I mean, the one, it, huh? It could have been some post. I I don't know. It was a bunch of four by fours, uh, <laughs> some red Piedmont mud. <laughs> the guy oh, I love is about to enter the matrix. Yes, Frank. Frank is uh, on the bridge of the Nebuchadnezzar. There, Justin. We got better lights so. in now. So True. yeah, no. So actually, it's funny because in the virtual green room, we were talking about that. That right. that is a six monitor rig that I set up. You'll notice one of them isn't working because my lovely bride wanted the desk that that thing sat on. So we swapped out desks, and it's about that thing's going on about seven years now. Seven years old. Mm -hmm. Um. The monitors work fine. The video card works fine. It's just the power adapters that ship with it. There was a reason why I got those four monitors super cheap at Micro Center, right? And in, if you look at all the reviews, there was basically the, the power supplies are terrible. And I fortunately, I'm able to order replacements on Amazon. And basically, I saw a thing like you've ordered. <laughs> so you've ordered nine since, um, since 2018. I'm like... One, the shock was that 2018 was like five years ago. And then two right. was, yeah, I, I mean, for only four monitors, right? The, these two are different. Um, but like, I've run through a lot of power supplies. I probably should. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably end up retiring it. But it does look cool, right? And we get, thank you, Justin, for noticing that. Absolutely. Um, the, um, I'm not gaming. He's gaming six games at once. Oh, I like that idea. Oh, cool. I like that idea. Actually, since um, I use it for video editing, um, because it was it was always very handy to kind of have one thing, um, uh, one thing up there, and then kind of like your stock footage and your you know, and then uh, an IM window or a mail window. It was always very easy to have that. I've personally found that two twenty-one by nine monitors, um, and I have to lock the screen because. There's a picture of the new family member on that. Um, I found that the two 21 by nine monitors are ideal for video editing because if you, or even audio editing, right? In, in, in addition, because it kind of, it wants that wide swath of, of real estate. Um, thoughts on the new RTX series, uh, RTX 50 series. I'm sorry, I'm not up to speed on the video card thing. Um, the, um, um, oh, eight monitors, dude. I've got more than eight. Um, the machine I'm on now is, is, is plugged into a Lenovo dock, and I've got three monitors so two portrait, one widescreen, and then the, the laptop thing there. Yeah, so that's 11. That if you're counting, okay, if you're playing along at home, plus I recently yes. moved the office, so there's a TV that I got to plug in and uh, plug that in, but yeah, I got 12. I got so 12, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, not, not a shortage of, oh, and, and I'm, I have a, a, a cheap old Dell monitor that I'm, that connects me to the server. So 13. Okay. Yeah. I'm I will, here to count. You're there to count. So yeah, I got, I mean, I got a lot of monitors. I'm very, very, uh, part of it is my wife who does a lot of documentation, editing and things like that. 
she runs through monitors quite a bit. So she'll be like, yeah, I don't like this one. I want this one. And so I'll get it for her as a gift. And, you know, the old ones I get, right? So I think when, when these were at Micro Center and they were like a crazy good deal, right? We each got two. Mm. When the power supplies, um, when, when the power supplies went dead, she's like, F this, I don't want them. So I took them. So I should and just do, bought new power supplies. Yes. And just, and they're only like 20, they used to be like $45. Now they're like $29. So it's not. It's coming down. That's not bad. It's not and the bad, same thing but, happens here, you know, with vehicles. So yes. <laughs> my wife gets the new vehicle. Mm-hmm. I get the hand me down. That's the um, way it goes. Yeah. But on plus I have like X number of monitors. Right. So um the um speaking of my wife she just messaged me so yeah so yeah i will do a monitor reveal that'd be cool once i get the office cleaned up uh because i i did just move it from the other side of the house and this thing this stand that it's on um is a good 150 pounds um or good 100 pounds and then when everything's on it it's heavy like like seriously heavy yeah so i actually have it on a on a desk with wheels so that made it feasible. So that's, I did that on that, purpose because if I did want to move it. That is Frank's. I'm sorry. I, that is Frank's villain lair, Justin. He he is actually a villain. Um, <laughs> I do need dark green. I do like. I do have a uh, Guy Fox mask that uh, that I could wear. I think but, that counts. Um, I think that does count. Or was he a hero? That's a well, debate for another I'm day. Just thinking that it kind of depends. Now it depends on yeah. That, and that's the beauty of that movie too. It's like eh, it really depends. And you, and if you rewatch it again in the post, um, twenty twenty world, you're like, uh, <laughs> you'll 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 find new things in it. I'll put it that way. So um, true. Get one of those LED masks covering the body. Ooh, I like that idea. Oh, you know, my I son has like one idea. of those. I do have like a light that yeah. does oscillate through colors as well as um. Let's see if I uh, I have one of those things there. There's yeah, the guy Fox there's mask. that. He turns off the lights in the room and just runs on that. Oh, that's cool. I got to do that. Um, but yeah, so thanks, Justin, for for noticing my monitors. And it's always a great conversation starter when I do a sales call or whatever. It's like, oh my god, are those real? Is that a real background? Like, yes, they are real. <laughs> <laughs> to paraphrase Seinfeld, although in a completely different context, they are real and they are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing out and, the references from back when the years began with the one. That's right. Left that's and right, right here. We're here all day. You Try started You started with the Pentiums. It was my fault. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are there people alive now that we didn't even know what a Pentium was? I, I, I remember I was talking to, um, I was showing my kids were like, they just can't imagine life without the internet. I was just like, they didn't have internet when you were a kid. I was like, well, they kind of did, but I couldn't get access to it. Right. You know, and then when I, and I was like, I wasn't until college when I got it. And even then you wouldn't recognize it. So when I was do, that? I do like the supervillain lair though. I do love that. That's, I, that's a great idea. <laughs> the, I have my um, Halloween decorations now. But. When, when did they send that first email? I was like 60, 68, 67. It was Doug was Engelbard it? and Vince Cerf, I think. Was it? And they were like seven college campi communicating with the thing before DARPA. 
I definitely have to check out. Thanks, Justin, for stopping by. And yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, and from YouTube, love the too. engagement. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I do need to get. I need you do need to get into the <laughs> into the um the video card stuff because mostly what I've been dealing with with work. And I say it like it's a bad thing, right? Is customers who have the A one hundreds, right? Which are like, you you might have to sell two kidneys to get one of those. Like, <laughs> no joke. And I realized we just sidetracked, but no joke. I want to say that's what Justin dropped off was uh, no joke. There was a startup that um that that's using our technology. That's all I can say. And um, the um, <laughs> they had seven or eight of them in a rack. Like, and it was a really cool looking office too. Yeah. Um, but they, the nature of their work, I don't think they like to show off. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yeah. But like, what was really talk about flexing, right? Apparently, the A one hundreds come in these like old timey looking like <laughs> crates with like laser etching of like Nvidia A one hundred on it, and they had it like in the office as decorations. And I was like, if that's, that's not nice. a, if that's not a nerd flex, I don't know what is. But true. Michael, you ask a good question. Was it uh, something about Dr. Watson? Oh, no, that I, was the other thing. I thought it said hello. <laughs> it might have been from a um, an overseas prince that was stuck somewhere. And or was that the second? Had name? lots of money that they'd had be willing to give to you. Give you. <laughs> if, if you just send them some wired money. The money. But um, I think that may have been the first email. So I don't know at, if it was that late. I was around then before yeah, forwarding the jokes. Uh, forwarding jokes. That's funny. I was I was alive before that, Frank. Before sixty seven. Oh wow! So I turned sixty this year. I, That's right. I was That's born right. Sixty three. You got ten years. So, on. but you look uh, and, and you look like twenty years younger than me. So it works out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. So I, I did, I did live before it was available, but I, I want to say there was something out there before that. Oh, there were PBSs when I was born. No, I mean, like before 63, I think there was something DARPA was or ARPA. I forget what they were called back then. I think Um, they were doing something privately. They were. Yeah. They had some other kind of network. It was, um, I think that's where token ring came from something because it was ibm actually that was wiring up their mainframes together i think that's where it started and that would have been the late 50s that and i think watson started talking back then as well i'm kidding which watson watson (laughs) ibm watson Watson. watson's hot again now it's the uh watson x does it talk yet uh not yet but soon not yet Um, something does i saw something talking gpt talks GPT can talk. I don't seem to have it, or I haven't looked that hard yet. I saw radio. it. I got the email about it, but I haven't. Ha- I haven't tried it yet. My dad Supposedly had a CB you can radio. Talk, you can talk to GPT. Yep. So, Michael, did you have a CB radio? You there ever- used to be a guy in in Bayonne that would um, that would like get rid of the uh, FCC put in like a a, a, rate, a power limiter. So this guy would go and fix it for you. You just have to say, "I need more pep." That was like the code phrase. I don't <laughs> want to say like, I don't want to say his name because he might still be alive. That was like the 80s version, the 80s word for cowbell. Pep. Pep. <laughs> <laughs> the um 
you know, I Watson X is a new family of AI models that and products that IBM is coming out with. Guess what it's built on? OpenShift. OpenShift Data Science. That's right. So we we are supplying the underlying uh, aspects of it, which is awesome. It's a great vote of confidence because like, you know, they know that the future is open source, right? And um, yes, and it was less fun than my brother and I imagined. Yes, that was the- um, It's cool for about 20 minutes. Unless you're driving and you didn't have ways to tell you that there were speed traps ahead. That's true. Um, so I fun fun fact I drove an eighteen wheeler professionally. You did for about six months. I, was I didn't 18. know that. Yep. What was your handle? Yep. The Sparrow. Ooh, very nice. I was the Sparrow. My dad, uh, my dad and I drove together. We would we would just take off. The only time we'd stop would be um, bathroom breaks, uh, food, and mostly fuel. And most of the time, that was all one stop. But we just go and go and go. So if you've ever been in the cab of a Freightliner, um, there's enough room in there, unless you're, you know, larger, there's enough room in there for two people to to trade out. You get on a straight stretch on the interstate, drop the seat, scoot it back. Um, Somebody, you know, the the incoming driver grabs the wheel. The outgoing driver shoots over into the passenger seat. The incoming comes in and you just change while going down the road. Probably not the most safe. But it wasn't uncommon back then to do that. Interesting. So I've seen some YouTube tours. Cattle and beans. Yes. Soybeans. But yes, I used to drive. Very cool. I've seen YouTube tours. Some of those cabs, the nicer ones, are like really oh my gosh. Luxurious. Better than some accommodations in like, you know, some large cities. Like (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and even back then, they were, you could buy, uh, you know, a cab that costs more than a house. Yeah. And that's still true. And, you know, it's, there's still a lot of that going on. Um, It's going to be interesting to see. And I I think it's probably going to take a few years for the cutover to take place. But um, the self-driving tractors and trailers, especially the Mm -hmm. ones that are like depot to depot, that. I still think we're ways away from that. Like, I'm I, I'm thinking 2830 somewhere in there. Oh, 28 oh 2028. I don't know. Yeah, I I think it's more than that. I think I think they really? like, could be wrong cuz I didn't expect ChatGPT to come out. I still thought we had a few more years for that. So I could be wrong. Yeah. But I I've kind of wouldn't say soured on self-driving cars, but I'm not I don't I'm not I'm not a believer that they're imminent. Right. I think they're coming, but I don't think it's yeah. in it. Like just because I think augmented driving is definitely a thing. I, I have it in in Agreed. in my car, like um actually both yeah. my wife's car and mine have the assist uh what assisted cruise control or advanced cruise control. You were telling me about the braking and stuff. That's pretty cool. It keeps your sanity when you have to drive in a beltway and then you're like yeah. stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. You know, there was one day that uh, I guess uh, um, there was a fire on uh, the American Legion Bridge, which connects oh, Virginia. No. First off, there's not enough bridges between Maryland and Virginia, but that's a rant for another day. Um, the um, uh, They closed down the bridge. So it was basically I had to mm. drive all the way out to Leesburg, which people are like, who are not from the area, like more on here, but way, way, way out of the way, way west. And this is before we move. Actually, it would be that would actually be a smart way to get here where I live now. 
but, but I didn't. <laughs> so I had to go like 30, 40 miles west yeah. to go 30, 40 miles east, which on a normal day, it's only like 15 miles either way. But like it, it, it but I, I, that car was new at the time. And I just figured out how to use the adaptive cruise control. That's what it's called. And, um, you know, Frank, here in Farmville, mm-hmm. just the other day, it was, in fact, it was last Friday. Four cars backed up to the lake? Five. <gasps> Five wow. backed up at the lake. Yes. That's why I'm complaining. We need to get rid of some people. That's just crazy. <laughs> we, um, <laughs> where we live, it's a bit more like Farmville than, than where I used to live. But yeah, we, um, yes. Empathy Estates, if you will. Empathy Estates is in a great place. Um, and it's beautiful. I've seen pictures. Yeah, you got to come up and visit. I know. Cool. Got to get up there, get you guys to come down here, That's hang out. Sure. I can't, I've missed like half a dozen chances. And it's all because I'm an idiot or I'm busy. Or I'm an idiot. Like it's, it's, it's equal, there's equal blame on that. Yeah. But this year's been wild. Places. This year's been wild. We've been back and yeah. forth to Pittsburgh. Like yeah, almost, yeah, almost well, every was, weekend. Like it was just been, yeah. which is oddly was out enough. Of the question. Which is oddly enough, what drove me to seek out a VPN or, or remote access solution, which has been cool. Sandler, you, t- you learned all about TwinGate or what you know about TwinGate, and well, it was yeah, there's plenty more to go, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's cool. You can limit it based on this, and I don't know. It, it's very cool tech. We're not being paid by them. I'm just a big fan. No, no. Um, and for like, I'm going to try it, but I don't. You know, I'd have to like drive into town to the Starbucks to to test get it out. There. Yeah, to test it out. I don't have as good an excuse as you do. Um, <laughs> and my and you know, it's so it's. I'll just say it this way: it's different when your kids are different ages. Absolutely. So my my baby, he's sixteen, and he's sixteen. He never leaves his room. Yeah, he's got his learner's permit. Wow. That. Yeah, be careful driving through. He's actually doing really well. With he's it. the fifth car. But he's what? He could be the fifth car in that fourth or sixth. So did you see the pictures of the gravel? Yes, just, I did. We put down a bunch of gravel because we're running out of parking space. <laughs> so if you need more parking driveway, you just go get, you know. Then you said all these, all these new drivers, and I'm like, what's he talking about? Yeah. Well, that I mean, everybody's you know driving except riley doesn't have his own car yet but that'll come and you know it turns out about 17 tons of gravel uh pea gravel was the was the trick i assume you had that delivered yep yep we actually um, stevie did it so we're he's we need a place that is covered so last winter last june 2022 stevie started refurbing my old Jeep Comanche, my 1990 Comanche that I parked 16 years ago because the uh, parking brake cable broke. I didn't even remember why I'd parked it. And he, he wanted to refurb it. And I was like, all right, you know, and mom was skeptical. That's part of her job. And, um, you know, it, and it turned out that it's almost ready uh, to be inspected. There's a couple of electrical things going on. He's got to figure out. He just got the old, uh, the old wheels put on the, um, the rims, got new tires mounted on the old rims. And it looks like, I'll say it once it gets repainted, it needs to be repainted, but once it gets repainted, it'll look like it, like it did when I got it back in the nineties. And it looked like a large toy. 
you know, those little toy trucks yeah. cast. Nice. It was all shiny, dark blue, um, highly chromed wheels set up a little bit. Nice. So, yeah, he's got well, it going. He, he's also studied elect electricity and like um, ro robotics and things like that. So car. Yeah. Refurbished pro <laughs> For me, I know I know what I don't know. Yeah. And I would probably F that up pretty bad. His uh, his fiance sent him a meme today that said there was some Instagram thing going around. And it's a guy saying, uh, you know, I don't I, I didn't know. You know, I, they said, are you going to do this thing that you have no idea how to do? And he was like, yep. Went on to YouTube, watched enough videos, then went and did it. And that's he's he sold me on that idea, Frank. I, I mean, mean, it's 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 a, it's a great way. Like, I got a, a, an invite to um, on LinkedIn. Like, hey, would you want to contribute to this article? I don't know if people have been seeing that. Yeah. But it was yeah. like, how do you keep skilled up? And I'm like, I'm reading through the existing things, and no one's mentioned YouTube. Like, really? <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, there's paid sites, right? Like LinkedIn Learning. There, there's um, sure. A plural site there's and I'm, I'm knocking on 338 days consecutive of using plural site wow, some days right. those are like two minutes some days right, those right. Are two hours but yeah. uh the record i have is 374 so uh i'm hoping to shortly after november 1st it should hit you know speaking of november 1st what do we got? 31 days, 32 something, days, 32 days, something like that. 32, 33 nope. days. That's, that's our new year. That's our new year. Yep. So cool, man. I'm looking forward to new year. I have, I think I have the screens. Uh, I always ask Alexa how many days there are. And so like, I always keep in mind that, um, and a lot of that stems from an, uh, an idea I heard. If you, it might've been Pitbull actually, we're, we're closing out the loop uh, who said like, you would look at time because Pitbull does a lot of things. He's not just a musician. Yep. Um, uh, he has a vodka that he made. Um, oh, nice. He started a charter school in Miami. And he has like at least two other like lines of business that he's into. So nice. he's not just a singer. He's an entrepreneur. And yeah. um, he he was said, it might have been him. He said something like, if you look at a clock, it counts up. But what if the clock on your, you know, ran backwards? You would look at time differently. And it's like, he goes, but the joke is that our life clock does run down. It was, it he said it more eloquently, maybe with a few swear words. Well, he's a it. singer. He's a singer. He's an all, <laughs> you know, he's a, yeah, he has more lyrical prose than I do. But, um, but yeah, so that's like, I, I always kind of count down. <laughs> I say that's debatable, but he's got more videos out than you he with does. music in it. I will he say does. it that way. His music. Yeah. And if I if I were starring in those videos, I'd be in big trouble with the missus. I'll put it that way. Uh, just, put, <laughs> just put a little little image in your head. I, I noticed that on the I've seen two videos. Oh, the so. one you saw is pretty tame, but like some of his oh, older really? stuff. Oh my god, yeah, some of his older stuff. <laughs> he he first came to um, I think it was his second <laughs> album. Ended up on um, <clears throat> soundtrack to um. um couples retreat or couples resort or something like that okay and like it, it the movie became a hit and it was jennifer aniston and, and um one of the guys from wedding crashers so so like and like that's when his his his, his second album really took off but his first album was i got you called miami or or second album i forget but pretty early on but the he it was miami but it was an acronym and it was money is always a major issue which i thought was clever that's that was, funny. Uh, so he uh 
he's an interesting he's a character he is a character so go away say that frank good use um, of farmvillisms farmvillism bless his heart right is that the other one that's right <laughs> bless his heart <laughs> yeah like i remember uh i would listen to that i he, he revolution was the the first album that hit mainstream Again, the album cover leaves not a lot to your imagination, put that way. But um, the, he he had there was a bunch of songs in there at the time. I was going through a tough situation. It was like, you know, it's like, you know, it was inspirational. So cool, cool. So with that, um, going to end the live stream and uh, the podcast episode because we're going to repurpose this. We uh, for those who can't um, do that can't catch us live but you can always catch us live you follow us on linkedin uh and, and frank's world tv and i think we're on twitch as well i always forget about twitch like it just seems like i should do more with twitch so i see the logos up there and i see facebook youtube facebook oh, yeah. and twitch i see those oh, what wait a minute that says ad channels so that's where we're not streaming to no i i have a twitch logo are you yeah, oh let's okay see. Well, I, I mean, oh, Twitch Twitter, logo. Twitter, or whatever they're calling are it now. It? Are we doing? Are we, we are going to X? X, yeah. Okay. Let me go over there. I want to see us before we end. Is no, it? Frank's I, I have seen it. Uh, Frank Diggs data. Frank Diggs data. Let's see. Son of a gun! There we are. I feel like this I feel is like, like that, that scene, scene in Spaceballs. Space <laughs> when was the now? Now is just then. Did we miss it? Oh, that's it. now. Where I'm looking over there now? at it. There's always like a 20 minute, uh, not 20 minute, but like a 20 second lag or 30 seconds. There's actually a Facebook I video where a band had a projector and like they played like each part and they were able to like time it. It was very cool. Hmm. So coolness. Yeah, let's go full on space balls with this. <laughs> you know, let me share the screen. Uh, turn that on. There we are. There you go. That's that's past Frank and past Andy. We were so dumb back then. Do you remember? When will then be now? Soon. <laughs> well, what about uh, just that whole scene is just comedic brilliance. Like anything, I think that was Mel Brooks, right? Mel Brooks. Yeah. He's such a genius. Yeah, there funny. you go. Look, then was just now. <laughs> and now we're in the future. That's hilarious. Time travel. Uh, so for those listening on the stream going like, what the heck? Um, check out the video feed. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. And with that, I'll end the stream. Any parting thoughts, Andy? No, this was awesome, Frank. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, no problem. Thanks for joining. I know we've been meeting to stream together for a while, so... Yeah. Crazy life, man. Crazy. Yep. Good All stuff. Right, man. Adios. We'll let Bailey finish the show. <laughs>